0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories about positive thinking from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul Your 10 Keys to Happiness. This book is the synthesis of what I've learned in 14 years of editing and reading tens of thousands of Chicken Soup for the Soul stories. Stories that talk about what worked and what didn't work in people's lives. Some of the stories share such simple, easy-to-implement, life-changing advice. And today, I'm going to tell you two of those stories. And I'm positive that these two stories will help you have an even more positive life. In our first story... Farida Wolf tells us that she was at the post office early one morning, hoping to get in and out fast. She had a busy day ahead of her, but she found herself standing in such a long line that it snaked through the roped-off lanes in the post office and out into the hallway. It wasn't tax day or pre-Christmas, so Farida was baffled. But she had a package to ship, so she had no alternative but to wait in the line behind everyone else in the world all carrying packages that they needed to ship too. The line moved excruciatingly slowly. Farida was starting to get annoyed, then angry. By the time she got to the counter, she was not exactly nice. She was curt with the person behind the counter, and she strode out of the post office looking peeved. She even pushed past some people as she tried to exit, saying, excuse me, a bit aggressively. Farida was still scowling as she hurried into the parking lot to get to her car and rush off to a dentist appointment. And then Farida saw her, a woman. She was walking briskly, each step pounding into the ground. Her forehead was furrowed, and she looked like she could breathe fire if she wanted to. Did Farida look like that too? Is that how she had come off to all the people at the post office? The woman looked like she was having a bad day. And all of a sudden, Farida's own anger over the slow service at the post office melted away. She wanted to make that woman feel better, but she only had a fraction of a second to do so. So she smiled at that woman, who looked startled and then confused. And then her face softened and her shoulders relaxed. She took a deep breath and slowed her determined walk. And she smiled back at Farida. Wow, thought Farida, that was easy. Look what a simple smile can do. For the rest of that day, Farida focused on other people's expressions and on her own, noticing how plainly most of us show our emotions on our faces. Now, when Farida sees someone who is obviously having a bad day, she smiles. And usually that changes the energy of the situation and she gets a smile back and she actually watches the emotions on the face of the other person change. A smile really is a powerful tool, and it's one that we have in our possession all the time. I know I've said this in the past on the podcast, but it bears repeating. A smile is like a boomerang. When you throw one out there, it invariably comes right back at you. What an easy way to change how your day is going. In our next story, Lori Davies tells us that she was a little girl and she couldn't skip like the other little kids. She was crying in the hallway of her elementary school one day while the other kids were outside at recess. And then a fifth grade teacher came along and she gave Lori some life changing advice walk out onto that playground like it's yours. Then she opened the door and gestured that Lori should go outside. Lori walked out there trying to look like she owned the playground, and a boy instantly asked her if she would play Wonder Woman. He and his friends were being superheroes, and they needed a girl to be Wonder Woman. Of course Lori would be Wonder Woman, and it didn't matter if she couldn't skip. She climbed to the top of the monkey bars like a pro, and she became a fierce warrior, at least in her mind. And that was that. Lori owned that playground, and for the next 40 years, She's walked out onto a lot of other playgrounds like she's owned them, too. She used that advice when she got the lead role in her high school play. She used that advice when she strode into a boardroom for her first real newspaper job interview. And then a couple of years after she got that job, she used that playground advice when her editor told her she was interviewing Laura Bush. Lori walked into the room like she owned it, and she interviewed the first lady. She walks into every new challenge as if it's a playground and she owns it. She was speaking to some high school students at her church and one of them said to her, how do you do it? You have such confidence, but it doesn't come off as arrogance. Someday I hope I'll carry myself that way. Little did she know that Lori had been nervous when she had been talking to them. Lori passed on the best advice she ever heard to that teenager. Just walk out onto that playground like it's yours. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Your 10 Keys to Happiness. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book, which you will find wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And if you want to read stories from this book and our other new books, just sign up for our daily newsletter and we will send you a free story in your email every day. You can do that at chickensoup.com by clicking on the newsletter sign-up option. You can also follow me on Twitter where my handle is at Amy Newmark and there you'll see links to this podcast and to free stories. And please come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Kindness Matters, about miracles of kindness and community. These are stories that illustrate our shared humanity and what unites us, not what divides us.